0: Build the muscle for the hustle. One of my clients, Chris, said that to me one time. And I've always said, you know, Chris, that's a, it's one of the, my favorite quotes ever. You have to build the muscle for the hustle. You have to, it's like going to the gym. Like, you can't just go say, I'm going to run a, a marathon tomorrow.
1: Welcome to the Impact Entrepreneur Show. My name is Mike Flynn, and I'm stoked you've decided to join me on this journey to bring about a massive and positive change in the lives of others. Every week, you're going to join me behind closed doors, where I will introduce you to entrepreneurs, leaders, and innovators from a variety of industries to learn how their contributions are impacting the lives of others and how they are having a game changing impact in the world. Thanks for investing your time with me today. Now, race for impact. Welcome to this episode of the Impact Entrepreneur Show. Today, we are excited to bring you Kelly Roach. Kelly is a powerhouse business growth strategist and peak performance coach that helps teams and companies and individuals increase their profit, accelerate their growth, and have fun while doing it. She transforms exhausted and overwhelmed business leaders into empowered results machines. Kelly is a thought leader in the link between exercise, empowerment, and exponential business growth. On today's conversation, we talk about the importance of pausing and taking time to think about what you really want to accomplish in your life. And while you're doing that, you're building, quote, muscle for the hustle. We talk about The important steps that you need to take in order to find the appropriate mentor for what you are trying to accomplish. We talk about her book, Unstoppable, keeping moving forward no matter what obstacles that you face. Bust out your pen and paper because I know that you are going to take a lot of notes and get a lot of value out of this conversation. So without further ado, welcome Kelly Roach, Brace for Impact. Well, thanks for your time. Welcome to this episode of the Impact Entrepreneur Show. Very excited to have you here, Kelly. Um, been uh, following you for a little while now, and, and really look forward to hearing more about your story and sharing uh, your story and your kind of vision for the impact that you want to have in the world with our listeners. But before we get there, there, I always like to start with um, kind of some icebreaker questions, if you will. And the first one is, if you could pick any superpower, what would it be and how would you use it?
0: I don't know if this is really a superpower, but I think I would um, like to ensure that everyone in the world has clean drinking water. I don't know if that's a superpower, but that certainly is, um, is a cause that as I build my business, I'm going to be really, really focused on uh, perpetuating.
1: That's cool. Are you involved in any organizations right now specifically for that?
0: I'm just getting started getting involved with Charity Water, and I'm actually, I'm researching right now. You know, it's, I've been involved in a lot of, I, you know, obviously I I give every month um, to different organizations and I've been involved in different organizations, but I'm right now just trying to really research before I commit to where I'm going to focus because I would like to pick an organization to get pretty involved in and and stick with over the long term. I haven't decided who that's gonna be yet, but that really is um you know the one of the main you know areas that I would like to make an impact in as I build my business,
1: yeah, absolutely that clean drinking water i mean it's something that we take for granted uh in a major way especially in the United States i mean uh we're very conscious of it here in California because we're kind of just we're still in a drought even though we've gotten a tremendous amount of of rain. Uh, this past uh, winter and early part of spring, but water is our world's most precious resource for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Well, you've got a lot going on. You um, you know, you've got a really successful business. You've got uh, you know, the, the book that you, you've launched. You've got all kinds of great things that you're doing. But when it comes to business or life, what are you, life in general, what are you most excited about right now?
0: My two-year-old daughter, Madison.
1: <laughs> um, nice. Definitely,
0: you know, everything that I do in my business, I do for my family. And, you know, um, the business has been, you know, I think one of the, the greatest vehicles and blessings in my life in terms of, you know, the way that it's been able to support freedom and flexibility and and my ability to do the things that I want to do with and for my family. Um, my husband's home full-time with my daughter, which is absolutely awesome. Um, so definitely the thing I'm most excited about in my life right now is my madison
1: that's so great yeah i'm uh i am a happy and proud father of four kids
0: oh wow okay yeah
1: yeah yeah we we ours uh, we have two girls christiana and mave and then oh, two boys wow. beautiful mick and charlie oh
0: yeah. that's beautiful yeah. congratulations wow so Thank you have you. your hands full
1: yeah we're 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 busy and we're having fun and we we uh we've got them all in martial arts right now that that's Love their, it. okay
0: that's,
1: that's their sport, so that we can all go to uh, one place instead of like splitting the county. Yes, and <laughs> oh my gosh, definitely. So, why are you an entrepreneur? You ha- you've had a- you had a successful career as an NFL cheerleader to the top salesperson in a global Fortune 500 company. What was your impact moment? What was some? What was the like the turning point that set you on this new path?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, here's the deal. I was promoted seven times in eight years. I became the youngest senior vice president of the company. So that meant I was managing 17 locations, which are, you know, pretty much... Each their own standalone alone business with their own teams, their own PLs, their own everything. I was traveling all over the place. Um, I was exhausted. I was burnt out. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was My quality of life was totally compromised. And, um, you know, as you already said, I was a former NFL cheerleader. I was an aerobics instructor. I've run half marathons. I'm a very active person. I love being active. And my health was really, you know, sliding to the back burner. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't eating well. And it just got to a point where I said, every time I get promoted, every time I have more success in this environment, it compromises more of who I am. And I really had to pause and reflect on what my core values as a person and as a human being were and and decide what they were and then ask myself if the path that I was on was going to lead to my ability to live a life that reflected that. And the answer was no. Um, You know, my top three values are freedom, um, financial abundance and fulfillment. And I wanted to, by, by fulfilling what I mean is making an impact by doing work that I feel matters by, you know, helping people and making difference. Um, you know, and I knew that the freedom certainly would would be less every time I had more success in that environment, not more. Um, and then thirdly, I was making this company millions and millions of dollars. I was traveling all over the country, training hundreds of people on sales and marketing and pricing and how to build their business. And I said to myself, why am I making this company millions of dollars instead of myself, number one? And number two, you know, the people that really need this are the small business owners and entrepreneurs. There's an 80% failure rate. I I need to take my energy. I need to take my focus and my skill set and redirect it over there.
1: Wow, that's awesome. Um, Two kind of follow-up questions um, to that. One, one, when did you actually uh, pull the trigger and, and jump on this new path?
0: Um, I guess that was 2012. I started kind of getting everything ready to rumble. I spent a year like really studying and learning online marketing and reading and listening and you know kind of putting together what I wanted my future to look like and all of that. And then in 2013 is when I started actually servicing customers.
1: Wow, that is so awesome! And you've had such a tr- just a great trajectory yeah, since, uh, yeah. since since then. So congratulations! Thank you. You know when you stepped off of the conveyor belt of life for a moment. And that's a, a quote that I, I gathered from a gal named Victoria LaBombe is one of a great speaker. If you ever get a chance to hear her, but, um, the conveyor belt of life, you, you mentioned that you, you paused, you took pause and, and had to think about, uh, what you wanted essentially for, for your life and how you wanted it to look. So what, what did you do? I mean, how did, how did you do that? How did you step back? What process did you, Um, to use to kind of crystallize your thinking?
0: Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I just kind of started taking time to think. I mean, literally that sounds crazy, but I think life moves so fast and it's so easy to get on that hamster wheel of literally you're moving so fast. You're working so hard. You're pedaling so aggressively that you're not even thinking about, you're not looking left. You're not looking right. You're just keeping your eye on the prize moving forward. And, you know, these were my goals. You know, I set the goal to move up to the top of this organization. So I accomplished exactly what I set out to do. The problem was that it wasn't exactly what I thought I was going to be. And, you know, that just comes through, you know, the learning of life. So for me... It was first just kind of slowing down and saying, "Well, wait a second. Um, there's no one to blame here but me. Um, you know, because I I chose this course and I'm getting exactly what I set out to achieve. Um, which means that I also have the power and the control to, to decide where this goes next, right? Like none of us are sealed. Our fate is not sealed. You know, we have the power to wake up and and make a new decision. And that's kind of the realization that I came to. And I, you know, I listen to people like Tony Robbins, and I listen. Listen to podcasts, and I, I read, and you know, I started learning about online marketing, and I just kind of um, took some time to look at where the intersection of my core skill sets um, were with what people were willing to pay money for in the market, and I saw that I had this, you know, this great spot where I could really make a difference for people by by helping them, you know, launch, monetize, and and scale profitable businesses.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah, it's you know taking time to think is is so critical. Uh, whether you're a, a solo entrepreneur or you know uh, you're you're in the grind in in corporate America, you've got to take time to think about the the life that you want to design and 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 create for yourself because you you're creating it you know every day.
0: Yeah, that's that's so true, and I think it's really it's an important discussion that we're having here because I think that. Many times people go to step one, which is determining this isn't what I want, and then they go to step two, this is what I want, but then they never make it to step three, which is take action and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like we, everybody has a lot of complaints about why they're not where they are or where they want to be or whatever the case, but it's like, are they bringing it full circle? Are they actually doing the work? And that we have control. We have ultimate control over our lives. We may not feel like it sometimes, um, but that's just... Kind of our lower selves, right? Like in our higher selves, when we're in that moment of being the best that we can be, we all know deep down that we can decide these things. We do have the power to chart a new course, and it and it really is up to us and no one else um, to to create those outcomes that we want.
1: Totally. I just had a conversation with a guy named Dan Waldschmidt who wrote a book called Edgy Conversations, um, and is a, a global consultant, and he's also an ultra. Um, endurance runner. And we were talking about one of his runs and he said that, you know, he loves the idea of competition, but when the gun goes off, it gets real. Right. Mm -hmm. And so people love the idea of, you know, jumping, jumping onto the path of being an entrepreneur or, or creating a product or, or doing something great. They, They love the idea and of that, but you know what, when they step off their current path onto the new path, it gets real and you got to be ready to get knocked down and get back up and do it over and over again, because sometimes it can be a grind and, you have to have that grit, wouldn't you say?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the long game. I mean, you have to be in it to win it for the long term or don't even waste your time. And and I, I speak to that all the time. And, you know, I say to people, you know, you have to understand before you set out on the journey what it's going to take to be successful with it and be willing to sign up for that. Because, you know, what I find a lot of times, and obviously I coach entrepreneurs that are you know, literally at the phase of just trying to figure out what their life purpose is and what they want to do up through companies that are already making 15, 20, $50 million a year. So I see the gamut. Right. But, Mm -hmm. but, you know, what I see very often is the key thing that is missing there is when you have a new idea or you want to embark on something new, you almost have this like blind optimism. Right. It's like Mm -hmm. it's you're so excited about the outcome and the goal and and what things are going to look like when you get there. Then you get started on it and you see the reality of like, oh, my God, like this is what it's actually going to take. To get from point A to point B. And, and most people don't do a good job of educating themselves on what that path is going to look like so that they can be prepared. And, and what I always say is, is build the muscle for the hustle. One of my clients, Chris, said that to me one time. And I've always said, you know, Chris, that's a, one of the, my favorite quotes ever. You have to build the muscle for the hustle. You have to, it's like going to the gym. Like, you can't just go say, I'm going to run a, a marathon tomorrow. Like, you have to set yourself up for the long haul because you're absolutely right. You're going to get knocked down, things are going to go wrong. Mistakes are gonna get, you know, are gonna happen. Money is gonna be wasted. Uh, People are gonna let you down. There's so much that's gonna go with it. Yes, entrepreneurship is the most amazing gift we could ever be given, but at the same time, there's a reason why such a small percent of people actually succeed in achieving their goals.
1: Yeah, totally. You know, and I think the the, one of the most important things that we're kind of talking about is is that people just need to get started. Mm -hmm, You know,
0: mm -hmm.
1: they just need to do it. Uh, They don't know what they don't know. And um, both on the good side and the bad side, you know, they don't know what's possible to achieve. And yet they also don't know what obstacles they're necessarily going to confront. And it certainly is not going to be as easy as, uh, as you imagine it might be, because if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's the most important thing is just getting out there and doing it. Like I, I think about, Launching a podcast. You know, you think, oh, I'm just going to, re- you know, record some awesome interviews. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> yeah. lo- load them <laughs> right. up onto Audacity yeah. and then pump them out to iTunes and <laughs> yeah. magic's going to happen, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> there's a right. lot of work that goes into it. Um, and uh, someone we both follow, uh, John Lee Dumas, talks a tremendous about amount about that. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What you know mentorship is is critical for me. Uh, how, how important has mentorship been for you? Can you tell us a story about a mentor who's impacted you and maybe influenced your outlook and, and uh, how you are pursuing this life?
0: Yeah. I mean, so many, uh, I think, you know, I'll just start by saying mentorship is, is critical, you know, and, and having a, a coach and people that are surrounding you to help you to navigate the jungle is, is so important. Someone that's been there and done it. Um, yes, it's had a, a significant impact on my life, but the, the first and probably most important mentor in the business world that I had actually was back in my corporate role. And, you know, um, that was, that was one of my bosses. And he said to me, you know, it, I was the, top producing salesperson in the company. And he said to me, it does not matter how good you are. If you do not focus on making other people successful, you will never go anywhere in life because it doesn't matter. There's a limit to what any one person could do. And at the time I was 21 years old. I mean, I didn't, you know, I did not know what I just graduated college. I didn't know what was going on, but you know, now looking back, um, seeing that leadership and coaching others and training other people and teaching others to be successful has been the reason for all of my success. Um, You know, that conversation very early on and that kind of concept that he beat into my head of making others successful, make others successful, focus on teaching, focus on coaching. Um, You know, if you make, we've all heard the quote, if you make enough other people successful, you'll never run out of income. You'll never run out of success in, in your business or career. And so that was a huge, Catalyst for me, definitely in everything that I've done ever since then.
1: Yeah, I was just about to quote the great Zig Ziglar, which mm-hmm. uh, that's that quote, which is a it's it's so true.
0: Mm-hmm. It's mean, so true. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: because when you're helping other people crystallize what what they want to accomplish, yes, I mean they're going to pay you to 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 help them get there. Exactly. For sure. What are some steps that? Entrepreneurs right now who are listening that don't have a mentor, maybe they're just getting started out. What are some steps that they can do uh, take to find a mentor?
0: Yeah, so you know, first things first. I mean, obviously, with podcasts and you know, video and internet and social media and all of that, the the information is certainly. Accessible and out there, um, and I would say the first thing is is to really find someone that has built um, you know success in whatever area you want to pursue, or working with the people that are in the area that you are in. You know, someone that has a, a track record in the area that you would like to achieve a higher level of success with. If you need help with sales, work with someone that you know has a background in sales. You know, if you want help with building online courses, you know, work with someone that has a really successful online course. So I. Think think that, you know, the first thing is, is get online and start listening to podcasts and start getting on people's websites and start listening to people's webinars. And you'll very quickly find the person and the message that resonates with you, as well as the person who really teaches and focuses on whatever skill set it is that you really need in order to get to the next level. Um, And then obviously from there, you can start looking at their paid options and see, you know, whether or not that's the right fit. But, you know, definitely, you know, with podcasts, I mean, there's no excuse for anyone out there to kind of stay, um, you know, behind the curtain, because that's an absolutely free way that you can learn just an incredible amount about pretty much anything, you know. And, and so, I would say start there.
1: And totally, and and people can go from there. And as you said, they can look at their the virtual mentors, paid options such as their mastermind groups or or whatever, or they can even form their own mastermind group of other like-minded people in their area. And there are plenty of resources out there for people to find, such as meetup.com and all that, you know, those those kinds of great resources. So thanks for sharing some of those tips. I I feel the same way. Let's talk about your book, Unstoppable. Love the title. Um, How did you come up with it? What was the inspiration for the book? um, And what do you hope to really accomplish? Sure. Uh, with the book.
0: Yeah. So the book ties into kind of the the message that I speak to on every platform, every blog post that I do, every episode. My podcast is called Unstoppable Success Radio. And um, probably the best way to, to describe it is, is what unstoppable means to me. And what unstoppable means to me is that you are so driven, so focused, so motivated um, that no matter what life throws your way, that you be the best that you can possibly be in any given situation and you keep moving forward no matter what. So it's all about helping people tap into their highest potential. It's all about helping people realize that chaos is a part of everyday life. It's not, you know, specific to you. All right. Like a lot of what I talk about in the book is you know, achieving greatness in spite of because we all as humans think that when something happens to us, that, you know, there's like this greater cloud that's like over us, that's preventing us. And and really it's not, you know, the human experience is filled with chaos. And really what the book is all about is giving people the nine key things, the nine principles that are going to allow them to achieve unlimited success in business and in life. And it's really tying those two things together and showing how the same things that are going to make you successful with managing your money and with being successful, building wealth, or growing your business are are going to be reflected in your relationships and how you take care of yourself. It's it's a strategy book, but it's also a mindset and an action book, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think that, you know, you can have a great mindset, but if that mindset's not backed up with the strategy to execute that mindset, yep. then then you're not really... You're just kind of spinning your exactly. your wheels, you know. A couple of things that to piggyback on what you were just saying, there is this like really romantic picture of being an entrepreneur and, you know, and seeing guys like John Lee Dumas and Lewis Howes and, you know, all, all these great uh, entrepreneurs who... Flip the switch and uh, and have achieved great success in, in and in a fairly rapid period of time also. But you know they had to grind at oh. at, at certain points. Hell you know, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and so like like there are there are long periods of time sometimes where you're just in the grind. And and I look at it, being here in Santa Cruz, California, one of the you know the um, surf meccas in the world. You know we have great swells that come through and. And it's it's amazing to watch these guys surf, you know, and, and tackle these these waves. But you know they have to paddle first. Mm-hmm. They, have to pad- they have to paddle into these waves. I don't surf, but they have to paddle into these waves in order to catch that ride. So I think that um, I'd love to hear your take on how people can just push through the grind and and just get after it. And then maybe if you could share like two or three of the print of the nine principles don't share them all. Cause I want people to go out and get your book, but uh, share kind of what you think are some kind of great teasers.
0: Sure. Um, well, let's let's talk a little bit about the grind. I mean, so there's a couple of things there. I mean, absolutely without a doubt, you know, when you see someone who's achieved rapid success at a very high level, if you study their backstory, they had five or six or seven failures or setbacks or dead, or maybe they were homeless, or maybe they were living out of their car, or maybe they had three businesses that failed. You know, every overnight success is, you know, many years in the making. And maybe it's that they had failure in another capacity. First, But they certainly didn't wake up one day and just magically the first time out, um, you know, become this, this overnight, you know, sensation. You know, everybody has um, the hustle and the grind that leads to their success. And so I think it's very, very important to not only look at their chapter 20, but look at their chapter one and their chapter two. Because Mm -hmm. that's going to give you clues on your path. You know, I think that it's important for entrepreneurs to realize that they're stepping stones to success. And you can make big leaps in your business by watching and listening and learning to those that are where you want to be. But you also have to make sure that you're taking steps that are in line with what chapter you're in. Does that make sense? So, totally. you know, the the strategy has to match the stage of the business that you're in. But certainly looking forward um, to where you want to be and studying the strategies that are being executed at that level are important. But just remember, you know, those people had to wade through chapter one and chapter two and chapter three to get there. So if you try to skip over that, chances are you're gonna be really disappointed, you know, doing those high-level strategies that maybe you see others doing without having kind of the the meat and potatoes inside to support it. Does that make sense?
1: Totally. Yeah. Um,
0: so the grind is definitely necessary for everyone. Um, but certainly you can accelerate how quickly you're able to work through those phases by getting mentors and by being in coaching programs and working with experts that have done well in in the area that you want to succeed in. But I do agree. It's very romanticized. And, you know, with obviously social media, um, you know, you only see people's highlight reels. You don't see what's behind the scenes. And so everyone just needs to keep that in mind. They need to keep in mind all of us, you know, no matter what stage you're in, you know, of course, we're going to share our successes, we're going to share the results that we've gotten. But for every great success that we have, there is also something that was a huge failure that we were like, okay, not going to do that again. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) I think just knowing that that's all part of the game, and um, the imperfection is definitely you know a piece of what makes it fun and interesting and exciting to be an entrepreneur.
1: You know, yeah, yeah, totally. And before we jump into the principles, you're pretty open about some challenges life can can bring us in your book can you tell us a story about a challenge that you faced and how you overcame it
0: oh my gosh i mean so many i i, I could go on all day you know the um you know i came from a, a family that didn't have a, a lot of money i'll share that and you know i remember being on the free lunch program and i remember one time you know the the lunch lady it was a new lunch lady and she opened my envelope it was totally you know empty in front of all the other kids and like you know just being mortified and just so many i can share so many stories not just about my life personally, but my success professionally, um, you know, as I was moving up the corporate ladder, I was managing people my parents' age. And so there were all kinds of situations where people tried to like literally like take me down and get me fired because they did not like what they were seeing happen. They didn't like this young kid that was rising up to the top. You know, everyone faces, I share challenges, you know, in my podcast all the time, like failures in my own business, you know, of why we did this, but now we're not, or what happened the first time we tried this or that. And I think it's important to share those things because, you know, people that is what people are experiencing. They need to know that there's not something wrong with them. It's not that their business can't succeed or that they're not meant for entrepreneurship. This is a natural evolution. That's how we find out what works.
1: This episode is brought to you by the Lawton Marketing Group, a full-service advertising and design agency specializing in websites, social media, apps, logos, and more. Based in Oklahoma, They work with clients across the nation from small businesses to large corporations and everything in between. You can find them right now on the web at www.laughtonmg.com or call them at 580-275-2063. Connect with them now for a complimentary competitive analysis of your website. Just tell them the Impact Entrepreneur told you to call. One of the reasons why I wanted to have you as a guest on our show is because we're really the show is is called the impact entrepreneur because we're we're really I'm seeking people who are going just beyond a product and a service or a platform and going a level deeper to really be a game changer in someone's life. And that really that really requires a certain level of authenticity and vulnerability that, that many people don't want to go. Don't want to get get to that level with with people because. They're afraid for one reason or another.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't serve anyone, you know, and that's the thing. And and I realized, I think in my first couple of years in my business, I was much more protective. I didn't share a lot um, because you, everyone has that fear, you know, obviously. But as I've scaled my business and as I've grown and, and built more of a platform, I've realized it's so important. People have to hear that. They have to know that they're not alone. They have to know that the reality that they're experiencing, that we all go through that. And that doesn't mean that they're not going to be able to overcome. Overcome that and succeed in spite of it. And I feel like I have a responsibility to share that message and to not just show the highlight reel because that's not reality. And if people only see that, they're going to be discouraged and they're not going to have the motivation to keep going to push through those failures to get to that ultimate success.
1: Yeah, that is absolutely the truth. And that probably leads right into kind of your principles that you've built out, the nine principles. Would you mind sharing uh, maybe two or three that to kind of wet people's appetite what they can hope uh to see and, uh, and learn sure. more about in the book.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the the book kicks off with a chapter that's called Stop Resenting the 1% and Join Them. And it's all about your journey to becoming one of the top 1% of earners. And I share, obviously, my story going from, you know, being in a family that was practically at the poverty line to being in the 1%. And, you know, I, I think that I started the book with that chapter because it's all about your mindset, how you perceive others, how you see yourself um, and the way that you think about money and the way that you perceive yourself worth and the decisions that you make. Um, Because I find that many times people are Maybe a little bit resentful, or um, think that people that have a lot of wealth have certain characteristics—negative, you know, characteristics—or maybe even were brought up with some thoughts or feelings that they don't even realize are there down below. And obviously, you know, you can't attract something into your life. That you have all of these negative perceptions about. I mean, you can't you can't become something that you hate or that you despise, um, you know. And so, it's really about resetting your money mindset and creating a new belief system that's going to allow you to take the the chapters that come up through the rest of the book and actually apply them and get the result that you want, right? So that you don't have your own self working against what it is that you want to create in your life.
1: Yeah, that that's really powerful. Um. I I love that the title of that chapter and I think it I think one of the things um that the challenges that is, especially the younger generation faces is is that um they have to go out there and have to get it you know like mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to be given to them you know and so you know we we they got to put their your the tablet down their iPhone down they got to stop snapchatting for a few moments and yeah. get and get after it
0: yeah absolutely no doubt about it and you know one of the other chapters I'll kind of touch on the the final chapter of the book which is focusing on something bigger than yourself you know one of the top trend, trends excuse me and themes that i see with entrepreneurs at all levels is that that kind of fear whether it's starting something new whether it's ending something that no longer is a fit whether it's stepping out there in a bigger, bolder way or sharing something that they haven't before. that fear of judgment, of rejection, maybe it's a, a, even a fear of sales. you know I, I see that all the time, you know, is what holds people back. It's what's between their two ears that holds them back from taking everything that I just taught them in chapters two through nine, which are action and strategy and how to actually put the right you know model in place to scale a profitable business and to achieve their income goals. you know, it's that mindset once again, that that gets them every time. And so it's all about imperfect action. And it's all about focusing on a a goal and focusing on achieving something that's bigger than yourself, you know, so that instead of being so worried about how you look or how you're going to be perceived or what feelings you have about what you're about to do, it's really you have a purpose, you have a mission, whether it's family or whether it's impact, whether it's other people. You know, focusing on something bigger than yourself that drives you forward, that gives you that confidence and that motivation to keep moving forward, no matter how many fears or doubts or hesitations that you may have.
1: Totally, you just said something in there that I love, and and I'm 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 assuming you kind of coined this phrase, which is imperfect action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of a a. General George S Patton quote who was a you know famous commander in World War II and he said a good plan executed violently is better than a perfect plan yes never executed
0: absolutely
1: and i think that that's probably one of the biggest hurdles that are preventing people from from launching into their the success and the potential that they have is is that they're 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 waiting for a perfect plan. They're waiting for the perfect opportunity. They they're waiting for uh, the perfect iteration of whatever their product is to to come out. Is that is that a common occurrence that you've experienced and helped people overcome?
0: Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I mean, it's probably the number one thing, to be honest. I literally, I had someone join my Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program a couple weeks ago, and and she was like a week into the program. And she said, I've paid thousands and thousands of dollars to work with so many other coaches. She said, I've been with you two weeks. I've made more progress than I did with any of them combined. And it's because I just push people out of the nest. And I say, listen, like you have to get out there. You have to talk to people. You have to make an offer, Um, you know, and many times the people that end up in my programs unfortunately, but fortunately, um, came from other programs. They came from other coaches and they didn't, they didn't get that, that tough love, that push of someone who's been there and done it and doing it, um, to, to just get out there, make the offer, you know, put the course up there, you know, get yourself on Facebook, start advertising. Like it's just the imperfect action is the most important entrepreneurial skill in order to be successful in growing a profitable business.
1: That, that, that's great. And, and you've been doing this now for a while and you've coached a lot of people who have become very ultra successful. Can you tell us, a, a, a maybe you have a favorite story, um, that you like to share with people about one of your clients that kind of came in at, and they were at, you know, they weren't where they wanted to be and you helped them bridge that gap. And now like they're your poster child
0: yeah I mean there's there's been a lot actually I had three clients that jumped on a google hangout that I did about a week and a half ago and all three of them within 90 days of, of us working together doubled or tripled their their revenue in their business um Whoa. and one of them just was able to open two new locations of her first business which is what I was coaching her on and now I'm working with her on her second business and she was like oh by the way I forgot to mention we've been so focused on the new business we just launched two more locations Um, of the first business. So, you know, it's those things that get me out of bed in the morning. Like that is what I live for. That is what I want to do. My my goal is to chip away at that 80%. Um, You know, for the first time in 2015, I helped a client to add over a million dollars in growth in their business. And so that was something for me that was um, a big milestone, something really important to me that, um, you know, I want to be able to take and replicate over and over again. And when I first started working with that company, um, uh, the owner owner had gotten me to start working with a new sales rep who was producing nothing like goose egg goose egg goose egg zero 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 within one month i got her to twenty six thousand dollars in sales and then she was able to sustain that from that point forward and and now fast forward to today a couple years later they added a million dollars this year in growth from the coaching that we did together
1: so what was what was the the kind of the, the shift that happened for that salesperson.
0: Putting a sales and marketing system in place. And I, I shared that example specifically for everyone listening because it really is as simple as putting a sales and marketing system in place. Most entrepreneurs don't do any sales. So mm-hmm. it, it's pretty easy um, to impact their sales because typically they're not doing any. So if I can just get them to start doing some, and then we put a system in place around it, chances are their results are going to explode. Because somehow, with the with the internet and with the rise of social media, like you said, just the same way that um, you know uh, becoming an entrepreneur has been romanticized, so has online marketing to the point that people no longer think that they need to have a sales function in their business. When sales is the only thing that can ever grow your business, you know, marketing is great, but at some point there has to be a conversion event, um, a conversation, or an interaction. Um, it can be one to many, like a webinar. But there has to be something where where clients are going from being prospects to being paid customers. And a lot of times, people really aren't taking enough action around that.
1: Totally. Is that is that kind of? I mean, people like literally like they create this online course or whatever, and they they hit go live, and then they just sit there and they just like wait for people like magic. Like the here's what I inter- say.
0: I see entrepreneurs that are putting up websites, they're doing blog posts, they're on social media, they're participating in groups, maybe they're going to some events, but there's no system. There's no three-step process that says, every week leads are coming in, nurture events are happening, and conversion events are are translating them into paying clients. Like that Mm -hmm. is not there. When those three steps are put in place, that's when you see that consistent, steady you know, drip of new clients every week in your business. So mm-hmm. it's really being very intentional about that and making sure that those three things are happening at all times the lead generation, the nurturing, and then the conversion events.
1: That's fascinating. Um and and I kind of eye opening for me because I, I I hadn't I would not have thought that somebody creates a product and, and isn't hasn't already built the back end to it, you know. Oh,
0: uh, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's why you're here. That's yes. why you're here. Yes. You know, this is the uh the last question before we tell people how they can connect with you and and um get all your goods. But it's it's kind of a it's kind of a a question that um is a, it's a it's a mo- my I think my most thoughtful question. Um in in the sense that it requires you to th- maybe think a little deeper. And and I got this question from a book I read called How Will You Measure Your Life? And, and, uh, and that is the question. The question is, how will you measure your life? At the end of the day, you've flipped the switch off of your business. You've had a successful life. You've accomplished everything that you've set out to accomplish that you laid out uh, from, from the get-go. But how will you measure your, your life?
0: Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I'll measure my life by um, having a lasting, fulfilling marriage with my husband and, and giving my daughter Madison the example of two loving parents that work together, that support each other, and that, you know, act in alignment with the values that we would like her to live by and and exert. You know, I, I think that it's really easy to say what you want your kids to be like, but I, I think at the end of the day, they they model you, they watch you, they listen to you. And so at the end of the day, I want to live um, as the person that I would, you know, like to be the teacher for my daughter um, and and be the kind of wife that allows for a lasting marriage with my husband, which obviously that's a partnership that you have to work towards, you know, together for your every day of your life to make that happen. Um, and you know, my business is, is really a huge part of that because I believe that only through entrepreneurship can you have the freedom and the flexibility to make space in your life for these incredible experiences. And you know, I really love travel, and you know, I have so many things that I want to be able to do with and for my family, and and it's my business that will allow for that. But at the end of the day, you know, always first and foremost is, is that partnership with my husband and, and being a role model for my daughter.
1: That's fantastic. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that with us. How can our subscribers get in touch with you, uh, buy your book, um, download your podcast,
0: yeah, absolutely, awesome. Thanks for thanks for that invitation. So my podcast is called Unstoppable Success Radio, um, and it it definitely encompasses both business and life strategies. A lot around marketing and growing a successful business, but also a lot of the back end behind the scenes on that too. Um, so Unstoppable Success Radio is my podcast. I would love anyone listening to. Uh, hit subscribe there. And, um, you know, I do some great ongoing live Google Hangouts as well as webinars. And if you're interested on, you know, in getting some additional training to, to bolster that next breakthrough in your business, you can just text the word profit class. That's all one word profit class to 44222.
1: 44222. Two, two. Awesome. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for for being our guest on the Impact Entrepreneur Show. This has been a really fun conversation. I look forward to keeping in touch with you and watching you uh, continuing to be unstoppable.
0: Thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate you having me on the show.
1: Absolutely. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Impact Entrepreneur Show with my guest, Kelly Roach. I'm sure that you took down as many notes as, as I did. I had three pages of notes. A couple of the key takeaways for me, though, were number one, the importance of taking time and thinking about the future that you want to create. Number two, that taking action, whether it's perfect or not, is the most important step. Winston Churchill once said, don't fear action, but rather inaction. And the third thing that really struck me was that you can't become something that you hate. So you can't become something that you're jealous of. You can't become something that uh, you despise. So it really requires you to sit down and think about who it is that you want to be and build a bridge from where you are now to where you want to be. As usual, you can learn more about Kelly by visiting her website kellyroachcoaching.com. There you will find all the information that you need about her coaching programs, about her book Unstoppable: 9 Principles for Unlimited Success, as well as where you can download and subscribe to her podcast. If you've been enjoying our podcast, The Impact Entrepreneur Show, I'd love for you to go to iTunes right now, subscribe, rate and review the podcast and tell us what you think. This, as you know, is one of the most important things for podcasters to remain up in the rankings in the iTunes system and elsewhere. So you can also go to our website at www.theimpactentrepreneur.net and sign up there to uh, receive alerts when we post a new blog, when we post a new episode, as well as keep in touch on other items that we'll be launching in the future. Hope you have a great day. Now go make an impact.